Attention, ladies. How to find your perfect bra size in the comfort of your own home, according to the experts. All you need is a soft measuring tape and a pencil and paper. So I guess it's safe to assume you didn't bring it home. No, I'm sorry. Damn it. Where's the yardstick? Measuring yourself isn't as difficult as you would think. These bras are killing me. I know. I know. You're going to use this yardstick and measure my boobs, and we're not playing. I know, baby. I can do it. Give me that yardstick. If you're big-breasted, it's usually best to measure with your bra on. If you're smaller-breasted, take it off. Hey, all right. Ow! Stop it, guy. Okay. I said we're not playing. You need to hit me with it. Lay the measuring tape over the outermost part of your bare breast, measuring all the way around under the armpit. All right. Okay, under under the okay, arm. Okay, right here. Oh, oh it's the yeah, calendar. Yeah, she's a calendar. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay, now go around All to the right. back. Just keep... Uh, could you do it without knocking every fucking I ran thing out, I ran out of yardstick. If you have to use a Sharpie, use a Sharpie. Oh. Make a mark um, under hold my on. armpit hold, if you have Let to. me hold my finger right here. Um, <laughs> there. Stop it. Okay, mark. Round up the number of your bus size. Now measure your band. What are you waiting for? Are you going to take your pants off? No, not my waistband. Oh, Up here. okay. Now to calculate your cup size, take your band measurement and subtract it from your bust measurement. Use that number to determine cup size. 1A, 2B, 3C, 4D, so on and so forth. Damn it, guy. What? Do I look like a 34F? Uh, uh, yeah. You wrote the wrong stupid-ass number down. Oh. Where's the yardstick? We're doing it again. Oh, honey, NASCAR. Shut up! Hey, how about that comfortable bra? Get the measurement right, and you can't go wrong. And what are the best bras money can buy? I've got the list right here. Just let me go take a shit and I'll be right back. Mr. Satan has to take a shit, too, once in a while. Anyway, uh, top ten list of uh, most comfy bras for women. Coming in at number ten, Victoria's Secret. Who the fuck is Victoria? Somebody should tell her her shit's out. Number nine, 
third love. There's the left booby and the right booby, and there's my wife. I love all three of them. Number eight, lively. Sure, I'm lively. That's why I can't take this uh, couch pill off my crotch. Most comfortable bras, according to the experts. Seven, intimacy. 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 Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, man, we'll skip that one, though. Number six, Girlfriend Collective. Number five, Coop. Cup. Coop. C-U-U-P. Coop. Best bras on the market, according to the experts, coming in at number four, Cotton On. Three, Calvin Klein. Two, Airy. And the number one best bra on the market, according to the experts, Adore Me. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show here on a Friday. Goodbye day. Thank you, Pinky Tuscadero. Mm-mm-mm. I love that fine lady. Super athletic. Billy Badass could probably beat the piss out of me. I like that. Hit me again and put some stank on it. Sad news coming out of Hollywood today. Bruce Willis. Mr. Cowboy. Bruce Willis, he's, he's dying, folks. I'm sad about it. I really am. He's been around all of us for for a long time. And I guess he's going to die quiet. And still, he'll die still and quiet. You know, I was living in Hollywood when they were filming Die Hard. I'll never forget the explosion scene. Set off a few 911 phone calls. I mean, it was filmed way over in, like, Century City. It was in my lawyer's building, actually, where they were filming it. But... Thanks for the advice. Yeah, my lawyer had an office in there. He was only on the sixth floor. I had a sixth-floor lawyer in the Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> He's an immigration lawyer. I was up there seeing him one time. I had to use the bathroom. I went in there. Mr. Takagi was in there taking a shit. Yeah. Holly Gennaro walked by and big fat ass of hers. Still had a little powder on it because Ellis had been snorting coke off her butt. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Bruce Willis is dying. He's got that, his motor skills are fade, fading, you know, we're gone already. There's no treatment for it, there's nothing. And, and it's you hate to see it happen to anybody. Anybody. Anyway, I want to take a second here to be as respectful as I can. It, just a real quick, three, four minutes tops, look back on Bruce Willis's career out of pure respect. Now, I'm not going to list every fucking movie, but some of his better movies, kind of. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. 
to yippee-ki-yay in the sky. We hate to say goodbye to Bruce Willis. He was such a nice guy. Except for the first deadly sin, Prince of the City, and The Verdict. I think you were an extra in all three of those films, so I didn't give a shit to see him, Bruce. You threw Blind Date at us. That was a piece of shit. So was Sunset. I think he did good with Die Hard, though. In Country, I don't remember it. Look who's talking. There was another blockbuster. Die Hard 2, okay. I never saw it. Look who's talking, too. Boy, a lot of number twos. Yeah, I think that was the shit part of your career, Bruce. Um, yeah, the bonfire of the vanities. What the fuck was that? I never even heard of that movie. Um, hold on. We're going through uh, Bruce Willis's career here. It's called the Yippie Kai in the Sky. Mortal Thoughts, Hudson Hawk. That was a pile of shit, if I remember right. Billy Bathgate. How did you stay employed? The last Boy Scout. <laughs> what were you, 40? Oh, 42? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to beat poor Bruce to death over his resume. I just want to touch on some of the highlights of his career, if you don't mind. Nobody's Fool, never saw it. Die Hard with a Vengeance, was stupid, didn't see it. Four Rooms, 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys, I think, was okay. Now, this didn't do very good, but Patrick Kelly was in the fucking movie. I think that's his name, Patrick Kelly, and uh, Christopher Walken, Last Man Standing. I love that fucking movie. I was coming through Texas on my way to Mexico. I needed some time to hide out. I should have known better. It's not a good idea to be looking at Mr. Doyle's girl that way. I seem to remember a guy once told me this is a free country. Are you free to go? As cheesy and overplayed and cliche as it is. Two bootlegging gangs from Chicago took over this town. You got Strazzi and the Italians on one side and Doyle and his Irish boys on the other. I love that fucking movie. And I think um, Laura Dern's dad is in it or something. Maybe I could make some money. Well, you came to the right place, sir, because everybody here is making a lot of money. His name's Smith. At least that's what he says. You on the run? Everybody's running from something. Did you get that car of yours fixed yet? It's hoping maybe you could help me pay the damages. I guess maybe you'll have to kill me. It'll hurt if I do. How would you like to kill Stride? I figure you for the kind of guy who goes to the highest bidder. thousand dollars, Mr. Doyle. Nobody's worth that much. Who's Hickey? It's Doyle's right-hand man. Looks like somebody caught him up for Sunday dinner. You shot some of our guys. Yes, I did. Once it deserved it. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. That was the highlight of your career. <laughs> the fifth element. No, hey, fifth element was good. Okay. The Jackal, Broadway Brawler, Mercury Rising, Armageddon. Yeah. I cried like a pussy. The Siege, Breakfast of Champions, Six Cents. Yeah, you were in Ocean's Eleven, but I'm not going to credit that. I can't do it, man. You, you had a, a scene with Julia Roberts and them, Matt Demon. He was there. I guess you deserve a credit. Um, yeah, we'll give you fucking Ocean's Eleven, too. 
hostage, free or die hard on, Nancy Drew, assassination of a high school president. What the fuck just happened? Surrogates, cop out, the expendables, red. Expendables 2, looper, fire with fire. Good day to die hard. Good day to die hard. Yeah. By any, at this point, what happened to Holly Gennaro? What happened to Holly Gennaro up to the point of a good day to die hard? Hmm? Is she still alive? Or how are the kids doing? They're grown and gone now, right? What does Holly Gennaro weigh? About 4,000 pounds now? Um, corrective measures, fortress, snipers, I, Vendetta. You didn't turn down any fucking work. Uh, he did so much direct-to-video shit. Oh, bless your heart. You were paying hospital bills. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I'm not going to, you know, wear on this anymore. I just, I want to say to you, Bruce Willis, if you're out there, but I some fucking crazy-ass chance you can hear this. When you're kicking it in heaven with Alan Rickman, you're going to kick back and say to yourself, Marcellus Wallace was right. That's right, man. <laughs> I had no problem with that, Mr. Wallace. Bruce Willis... Thank you for all the great movies and all the years. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Well, old man Joe got pissed off and stomped off the other day when reporters asked him about his family's China ties. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. Biden stormed out of a press conference Thursday afternoon. He was asked. If his ability to deal with China was compromised by his family business interests, they're, they're trying to make off like Biden has all these financial business ties to China. Biden can't properly confront China on issues ranging from fentanyl to COVID-19 to, you know, the surveillance balloons because, well, he's got financial ties to uh, China. You mean like Jared Kushner and the Trump administration? Remember that multi-billion dollar deal? Yeah, Jared Kushner made off like a bandit in the White House. Multi-billion dollar deal that Jared Kushner made with communist China while he was in the White House with Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump. You forgot to say anything. What is this? Biden doesn't have billion dollar deals with China. The Trump administration did. So, oh, I see. I forgot. You're spoiled fucking brats. So they're getting attacked about it now. Donald Trump is facing prison because he attacked this country. So did a lot of senators like Mark Wayne Mullen, who attacked this country and lied about the attack taking place on this country. Oh, him and fuckers like Lindsey Graham? They're going to prison, folks. They perjured themselves and they attacked America. Now you can... Keep living in denial and try to protect your communist-loving fucking leaders all you want. But the fucking fact is you've been back in shit for a long time. Unserving, spoiled fucking brats. Look at the shape Oklahoma's in. We're at the top of all the shit lists and at the bottom of the good ones. You and your fucking leaders did it. 
and they're making off like bandits. Like I say, Mark Wayne Mullen, Senator, Oklahoma Senator, Mark Wayne Mullen just bought a $4 million fucking mansion in Florida, 170 miles from his boyfriend, Don, so they can continue dismantling this country and selling it out to foreign leaders. Now, are you going to grow up, stop being so goddamn hard-headed, try to broaden your mind a little bit, and start looking at the way things fucking are as opposed to how you think they should be and start changing your habits to get rid of them? Or are you going to keep backing them and doubling down on anti-American assholes? This is not a joke, folks. Wolves in sheep's clothing, and they're doing everything they can to take apart this democracy. Look at Oklahoma. Women and now children's right to medical privacy stripped away. They don't like that government overreach when it interferes with their life, but if they can stomp all over your life, oh, they're passing laws. Yeah, just like the goddamn Taliban. Make no mistake about it. If you're homosexual or a minority in this state, they're coming for you next. Does sound like the America you want to live in? I guess CNN's Don Lemon has taken the day off work because I guess him and Poppy Harlow had it out. Don Lemon was conspicuously absent from CNN this morning on Friday, just 24 hours after he put his foot in his mouth. I guess he made a really sexist comment about 51-year-old Nikki Haley being not in her prime. Oh, watch out, Donnie. That prompted co-host Poppy Harlow to walk off the set. Don has the day off, Colin said at the top of the broadcast, failing to elaborate on Lemon's absence. Poppy, as you can see, is in Utah. Yeah, got to separate those two. Caddy gay man and a woman. Oh, my gosh, they'll scratch each other's eyes out. I got a great idea. You fucking Fabergé eggs. I'm sick and tired of walking on eggshells all the time I'm around you. How about everybody just put a safety on the fucking trigger and stop being so goddamn delicate. I want to say this once again, folks. Now, you have to listen carefully because everybody's got it in their head. It is this way, and it is not this way. Listen carefully. I'm going to say it again. America is full of whiny, crybaby, spoiled brat pussies who all think they have the right to not be offended. That's fiction, bitches. You do not have the right to not be offended. That is not a right. You think it is because you're so goddamn arrogant and spoiled and selfish, but it's not. And if you are convinced you're correct and you have the right to not be offended, I'll tell you what, the next time you walk outside and I see you with that hairdo, I'm going to bitch slap your face as hard as I can because it offends me. Now fucking live with it and stop throwing tantrums. Oh my God, breaking news. Oh my God, this is huge. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's daughter, Chloe, is revealing her mom's final words. <laughs> Before that. Who wouldn't want to know? The last thing Olivia Newton-John said in this world. Ah, shit, I doubt it was that. The cheating tramp. Oh, 
Lassie Shin about her speaking gibberish. I got chills, Probably gave you syphilis. What are you trying to say, Travolta? L. Ron Hubbard didn't teach you about condoms? Better go to the gym, get some exercise. You better shape up. Stop whoring around. I seriously doubt that was Olivia Newton-John's final words. But her daughter, Chloe, did say that her final words were, my sunshine. And then what? Well, I know she died. What I'm asking is, was there a period on the end of that sentence? Did she like go, my sunshine, like making the statement? Could you describe how she said it, please? Was there a period at the end of my sunshine? Or was it more like a question? My sunshine? Yeah. Did she say it with rage? Was it mid-sentence? Was she like, my sunshine? You know, because that means something would have followed. And now we have a new Olivia Newton-John mystery to solve. What did she say after that? Maybe she was getting ready to break into the song. You are my sunshine. Yeah, we don't know. Did you record it? Okay. I'm going to let this go. Hey, got some concert dates coming up. If you're Olivia Newton John won't be touring this spring, but other people will, and I've got the list right here. Springsteen of the E Street Band. They've added 22 dates to their North American tour. None are going to be in Oklahoma, but they will be down in Texas, I think. Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks, they're kicking off their tour February 25th. Closest they're going to be getting to Oklahoma would be down in Arlington. That'll be on April 8th. Three Dog Night. Hey! I introed those guys in Boston for a free concert right there in the Boston Commons. Um, they're going to be kicking off their North American tour here March 2nd. They're going to be performing at River Spirit Casino in Tulsa on the 23rd of March. Rock and roll Don Henley. He's kicking off his tour with the Eagles. That tour kicks off today. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, Don Henley still has a room at Hotel California and it's hard to pry his ass out of that state. Almost every one of the dates are on the West Coast, and I mean that. There's a couple that are on the East Coast. I would imagine they have to satisfy the label. But <laughs> almost every one of the dates are either in California, Arizona, Utah, I think. Um, and one of my favorite singers of all time, female singers, has an amazing set of fucking pipes, Pat Benatar. Um, she's going to be kicking off her tour here on April 12th. It's going to be East Coast tour. Uh, once in a while, you get lucky and you catch her at the BOK. I saw her handful of, about 10 years ago at the BOK, I think it was. And uh, my, my sister, of all people, took me. And I got to tell you, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Pat revealed she has quite a bit of history right there in Tulsa. Pat Benatar said when, when they were kids, <laughs> they'd always roll into town on fumes car had pretty much run out of gas right in front of the Canes ballroom. They had spend the night in the car. Think of that. Pat Benatar 
world-famous Pat Benatar sleeping in a car in front of Kane's ballroom to get up the next morning, get cleaned up in the bathroom they have back by the green room. Yeah, get cleaned up in that bathroom, go perform, get paid, fill the car up with gas, and head on to the next town. But she said, you wouldn't believe how many times we rolled through Tulsa like that. <laughs> I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show here on a Friday. Let's go ahead and get the party started and get the hell out of here. Stan the Joke Man show is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting for the Boys Room Studios every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon from Henrietta, America on Apple, Amazon, Pandora, and Spotify. You guys have a great weekend out there. Burn your shit solid and don't buy the bullshit, folks. I'll see you Monday, high noon. Until then, adios, mi amigos. Bye, con Dios.